going on, yo? Welcome back to a very much longer way to this one here in this way. Jurassic Park. Boy, Ja. It's your boy, Ebby. And it is the weekly wrap-up. Um, I don't know what you want to get into. What do you want to get into first? We didn't really discuss this prior. We're kind of, kind of in a time crunch, but... Um, yeah, no. I kind of just want to... Like, off-rip, kind of just start. Talk a little bit about... Um, the, the rooks. Some of the rookies. Mm. Some flow starts, I'm not going to lie. Hmm? No, there's been some slow starts, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, like, uh, I have, uh, we're, me and John are in our fantasy league right now. Um, I feel like I've drafted very well, but a guy that I took a chance on was Scoot Henderson. And that has not been paying off. Still and early. Still early. It's still early, but like I don't know if like y'all play fan. I'm very, I'm very impatient, so like I have, I actually had a trade um for him or whatever. I just didn't even, I didn't even bother um dealing with it because I I didn't want to deal with the fact that if this guy gets nice going forward, like you know what I mean, like I you know that's gonna break my fucking heart. But uh, you yeah, you drafted Victor Wimbignano, so how's uh-huh. the stat? Yeah, man, he's he's been playing like pretty. He's been playing pretty good over. Um, um, and on top of that, he's also um, starting too. So the rookie to be starting, it's already a really good buck. But um, yeah, not. He's a seven. He's a seven four ball handler. That's, uh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. But no, he's been playing. He's been pretty playing pretty good. Like he his last game versus Houston, he had twenty one points, three blocks, three steals, one assist, and twelve rebounds. Yeah. For a double double, he played thirty one minutes, which is pretty, pretty solid. Like honestly, a lot of people have high expectations for him. Considering the fact that he is seven four, like you said, so there's definitely a lot of pressure on him. Even Scoot Henderson too. There's a lot of pressure on him too because you're filling in a role where a team was mainly relying on a guard for over a decade. I I now, just I I don't feel like that's a fair. That's that's fair to put that type of pressure on him only because like. Damian Lillard wanted, like, Damian Lillard is, he's a special talent. I mean, like, you know, as much as I say about him, he's nice. Like, you know what I mean? He hasn't been able to get it done, this and that, yada, yada. So, like, I don't know. Like, what Damian Lillard's run there wasn't special, but he was. You know what I mean? And, like, Scoot Henderson, honestly, like, he's a rookie. He's just coming into the teams. Like, he's got to figure out his game. Uh, his game within the game type of shit. So it's like, I don't, with all of that going on, for them to be like, oh yeah, by the way, you gotta, you gotta fill in this giant hole that Damian Lillard left. It's like, it's, it's, I don't it's think that's do shit, but get drafted. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like Portland. Portland hasn't done shit. So it's like, to put pressure on a nigga with, for a franchise that hasn't done nothing for real is, is, is insane. Like, um, and I don't think he's really gonna 
I, I think he'll figure it out. I think it's going to take him a little bit of time. Um, Victor Wimbignana obviously came into the league uh, pretty well polished, but now he's being coached by a coach, uh, Popovich and shit like that too. So he's going to, he's definitely going to figure his, uh, his shit out or whatever. I thought um, like a cool sign for at least the Raptors and shit like that was Grady Dick. Grady Dick figuring it out and shit like that. So that's been really nice. Like uh, the last game he had, like he was uh, four or six from the three-point line and shit like that. So it was like rookies will get it. It'll take a few games and shit like that, depending on your skill set. Like Grady yeah. came into the league a shooter, right? So all he's got to do is just get his rhythm going and shit like that. Yeah. Um, Not a lot is really expected of him in that, like, you know, outside of that. So if he can just do what he's, on you know in the league for it, it'll be great. Stu Henderson is like looked at as like a potential star, so it's a lot more pressure on him. Victor Wimbignana, obviously the number one draft pick, like he's he's he like it's his frame alone is gonna get him like you know what I mean like the stats to put him above the water and shit like that for Curtis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it really. Uh, he's yeah. really getting no one so it shows. It shows. Yeah, so, like, when he comes into his own, like, when Victor Wembanyama comes into his own, he's already scary. Like, there was that one preseason highlight where he was against Miami. He dunked it outside of the restricted area. Oh, yeah. I forgot who was under the rim, but, like, even he looked around like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, you know what I mean? Like, that's in the league now. Like, you know, what I mean? yeah. we thought that's, we thought, we thought, like, you know, when we see Giannis, Giannis was, like, terrifying once he came into his own. Um, but he didn't come into the league like that. Victor's coming into the league like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So this is going to be – like, he is going to be special. Like, like just – like, it's not – it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out. He already knows the game. Um, once he figures out how to play the game in the NBA, it's really over for niggas. If he starts filling out, too, like, if this guy starts getting, like, you know, that Giannis uh, strength package, like, it's going to be fucking yeah. so that was what I was thinking about too. Like, if he can get like you know his body weight up, his body mass up, and like develop over time and like gain that body mass like Giannis did, yeah, yeah, that's that's gonna be, that's gonna be insane. <laughs> that's gonna be insane. No, that's what I'm saying. It's, you know, it's really early in the season too, and I'm saying like I. I I don't know. I haven't really been paying attention to a lot of shit, but I ran across one clip on YouTube. Like, I watch a like I don't watch sports shit anymore because like I, I honestly can't sit there and not argue with the screen. So I just tried not to do that, like to keep my peace. But I ran into a clip. I'm not a Lakers fan, but I ran into a first take clip where, when I clicked it, there was also three other videos talking about Anthony Davis, um, and like you know putting pressure on him and stuff. All right, so pretty much the argument. I think it was Stephen A. Smith and, like, there was a couple other guys. There was, um, I think, not Woj, the other guy. There's the other guy who had his two fingers up predicting one of the, the moves in the NBA last year. I forgot his name, but I like him. Um, and there was somebody else there, too. Like, fuck, I, like, my brain's going blank with that shit. But they were, like, Stephen A. Smith was arguing, um, like, that Anthony Davis needs to play game to game, needs to do this, needs to do that. Like, how could you... How could you not show up um, against the Denver Nuggets, this and that, yada, yada? Like, it w they were just going in. And, like, honestly, like, there's really no – there's no real justification for that reaction after, like, the one game. And literally the next game, this guy dropped, like, 30, 
30 and 14 or something like that. Like, you know, so it's like it's and they did this after that game. Like yeah, they were going in after weird. that game. Like he needs to show up game to game. Like the Denver Nuggets, I like that is the team that everybody needs to give bigs us like, you know, a little bit of slack when they go up against Jokic and shit like that because of what wow. he does. Different. That dude is different. He like he was They're running really defending champions. Like, what do you expect? That's what I'm saying. He was running up for the MVP <laughs> last year. He won the MVP before that. Um, he's like the way he the way he plays is so versatile that like it's just and he's a big body. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's he's the he's like the number one, number two center for a reason. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like he's he's, huge. Not, he's actually huge. <laughs> he's huge. It's amazing. So. And I think and here's the thing. And I know this is going to sound like a knock at Anthony Davis, but I promise you, it's just like, it's just from what I've seen from Anthony Davis. Like, they like to they like to hype guys up to justify how they react to certain players. I don't think Anthony Davis is a scrub. I don't think he's this. I don't think he's that. I just don't think he is what every, like, all of these analysts and shit like that say he is. I think he's one of the best uh, power forward slash centers in the league. I just don't think he's, like... He's not. He's not on some of these guys' levels. I think he was at one point, but as, mm-hmm. as career has progressed, injuries have definitely plagued this man's career. Um, yeah. I don't think I, I. I barely think any player outside of guys like Jokic are cap- capable of like you know what I mean like high uh, high twenties and like you know like mid uh, mid ten uh, rebounds a game and shit like that. Like that's a tough thing to keep up from game to game. Yeah, consistent. Yeah, that's hard. It's, yeah, like it's a very hard thing to do and shit like that. But when it's ex- when they have those games and then the next game it's not like that, you know what I mean? It's it's. I feel like it's incredibly unfair. Like people's pacing is different. The regular season really doesn't reflect on how players play in the postseason and shit like that. Like key example is Jimmy Butler. Like his numbers are like pedestrian sometimes during the regular season but in the postseason it is like a completely different nigga like you know what i mean but like yeah. nobody does that with jimmy butler yeah you know what i mean it's just it's i feel like some of the criticism for certain players is unfair and the one common denominator and i don't want to do this first weekly wrap-up is like when you're playing it like with a guy like lebron james and shit like that who is in his 21st fucking year and can never get any <laughs> criticism not that he deserves it like, he doesn't deserve any criticism right now. Nothing's happened. You know what I mean? But it's just, like, to throw other niggas under the bus so fucking early. I know. That's it's, kind of bullshit. It's insane work. Like, that's na- that's nasty work. Like, to do that, like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like these guys, like, fuck up their own credibility by, like, their like their emotions for, like, how they give a fuck about a team and shit like that. For example, like, Stephen A. Smith is, like, a very well-known Knicks fan. So for yeah. a guy who is a fan of a franchise like that, who hasn't done shit since I've been alive, <laughs> you know, oh what I mean? is it's insane to have any takes that are that like out outlandish with like other other teams. Like those are not your teams. Oh god, your location may have changed, but for you to have that opinion, like you are not that deeply invested in some of these teams. Like so, to have those type of reactions doesn't even make any sense if it's not personal. You know what I mean? It's just it's so fucking weird. Like I, I wish I wish they would let some of these players live and shit like that, just so we can see them actually play. Like I you know some of this shit gets in their head. Not this and is not typically Anthony. Does, sure. You know what I mean? And that affects the game. Like I don't wanna see that. I don't wanna I don't wanna hear later, like, yeah, like uh, you know, I was just trying to 
get past all of the criticisms and this and that. Yeah, like, I don't want to hear shit like that from players. I just want players to play the fucking game so we can get the best result. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's fucking annoying when they got to deal with like other shit like that. Unless it's the postseason. When the postseason hits, yeah, obviously, like throw all your emotions on the fucking table. Like it's 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 win or nothing. You know what I mean? But during the regular season, in the first fucking week, that's nasty work, bro. <laughs> that's yeah, that's that. They have zero chill. Bro, chill. Like that's a lack of respect. Let alone like this or that, yada yada. Like if you've been in, if you've been watching and covering the NBA for like as long as like most of us have been alive anyway, watching, we're younger and shit like that. There's really no excuse for that. It's not even that. It's not even entertaining. It's it's like mind mind-numbingly irritating like it's it's i because you just you're like how is this nigga on screen right now but you know his credentials so you yeah. know he's smarter than what he's saying too so it's just i don't know for some of these guys is like uh i worry because i'm just like if this is what you got to do to make sure people are watching that's insane <laughs> that's to be wrong for that long for three different clips so you know that shit those segments like, uh, you accumulated them all together. Them shits was, like, longer than an hour. So this nigga was wrong for an hour yelling at every other nigga, being like, yo, it's too early for this. Like, I heard Mad... Oh, Mad Dog was that dude's name. He was... he. I have never watched a clip where he's, like, reacting rationally. That was the first one. And I'm just like, yeah, because he doesn't even cover basketball. And he's just like, yo, this is way too fucking early. <laughs> they faced... Like, his argument was, like, that uh, Anthony Davis went scoreless uh, in the second half. And I'm like, if you were watching that game, Jokic didn't score for a minute either. They were both scoreless for a second. Like, it was just the, was the way the game was fucking going. And, like, you can say there's no excuse, this or that, yada, yada. And you can have your criticisms against that. That's fair. But to be that passionate about something that, like, is going to be forgotten in two weeks. Because it's not like it was a West versus East team. These niggas are going to see each other three or four times in the year. They're not there. I feel like some people have, like, personal hate sources. But it's, I'm it's telling you. Getting, it's actually getting on hot. I don't know why. I've been, out of all the NBA players, I'm not going to lie. His name has been trending like crazy. Anthony Davis has been trending like crazy. And I feel like one of the reasons why also is because the NBA wants to see where he's going to go from here, considering they want a chip in the bubble and have been quiet ever since. And now say, okay, we understand you have injuries, but now you're back in healthy. You're playing with the best player of all time, LeBron James, whatever. Right? Um, and we want to see like what potential your team actually has now, considering that your team is, is fully healthy. Everybody's, now playing games the new season you guys you guys have added some new pieces to your team you know so it's like they're they're putting unnecessary large amount of stress on this guy's fucking on his fucking back and i actually don't know why but i've seen his his name trending i've seen kg and paul pierce talk about him a couple times too um i've seen a couple of people talk about him it's an overreaction, and it's it's over coverage too, because it's like, look, there's a lot of other things going on in the NBA, and people <laughs> want the Lakers to win. Like, I picked the Lakers in the during the, I think it was the last offseason uh, episode that we did. Like, I picked the Lakers too to get get out of the West. Sorry, um, yeah, I picked I picked the Lakers to come out of the West. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, I have expectations too and shit like that. But like, it never won it last year. 
Like that's a that's a team that's gonna get that shit done. And on top of that, it's a long fucking season. These niggas still need to figure it out. Mike Wilbon made an important point uh during one of the discussions that I saw or whatever. And it was the fact that like it wasn't LeBron that got him into the playoffs last year. It was Anthony Davis and the rest of the fucking cast that mm. got like, you know, traded in. Like it, yeah. if if it wasn't for them and him, they wouldn't. They wouldn't even been able to be in a position like my, like Mike Wilbon said this this point especially. And I've been saying this like all fucking like last year or whatever. They wouldn't have been able to even get get swept. Uh-huh. They did. I get it. It was bad, but like they shouldn't even been in that position to begin with. And but it was that late season um late season push that got them to where they got to while LeBron was up. Yeah, so, that's true. I remember you talking about that. I remember you talking about that. So it's not important. It's like it's really like the. I, I think if you're really gonna be like uh like especially if a lot of these guys are gonna be covering that team or whatever. Yeah, I get it. Like like LeBron has deferred to Anthony Davis when it comes to like you know, like whose team is it? Blah 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 yada yada. But that's just that's optics. Like this happened. Remember, like when when LeBron, D Wade, and Chris Bosh got together, D Wade did the same thing. He's like, LeBron, this is your team, this and that, yada yada. But at the end of the day, like you already know who that team belongs to. It's Wade's team, regardless. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's he's the main guy. He's the franchise guy. Like he was there doing it before. He wanted shit prior to it. This and that, yada yada. LeBron is like the face of the fucking league. To this day, like LeBron is still one of those guys, right? So, like, you can say whatever the fuck you want, but it's still him. But he doesn't get treated like that guy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't, when the coverage is on him, he, do, he doesn't get scrutinized. In fact, he gets praised for the fact that he's still able to play to this ability at this age, which is incredibly fair. That's impressive. It is. It's, impre- it's impressive as shit. Like, he still doesn't look like he's missing a beat. Like, it's actually insane. Like, he's still bullying niggas and that, yada, yada. He's got that grown man strength and shit. But... You still got to be able to criticize his game and shit like that, and some of his leadership qualities because, like, it shows. Like, he has to be the one getting these guys, he has to be the voice, like, he has to be the one. And, like, they've said that he does that, you know what I mean? So, if all of these things are in place, if everybody is healthy, let these niggas fucking play or start pointing the finger at the right people because as long as Anthony Davis is on the floor he's fulfilling whatever the fuck he was supposed to do. His biggest his biggest criticism has been, has been um him not being able to play. He says he plans to play 82 games this season. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, yeah, that, I, didn't I, hear, I didn't hear what that's so jeez. I I don't that's going to happen. I that's going to happen, you know what I mean? Like control an injury or hey, chill, knock on wood, knock on wood. No, 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 I'm just I'm just being I'm just being real. Like, there's, there's players that, like, you know, you don't want to see. Like, OG and Ananobi, for example, like, going down and stuff like that. That's just shit that he's had to deal with his entire career. Yeah. Some people are, are, like, I'm not saying they're injury-prone, but because of how they play and how aggressive they play and how hard they play and shit like that, they're more prone to injury. You know what I mean? You got to think about players who used to throw their bodies around and shit like that. Remember, like, AI, D-Way, shit like that or whatever. They get injuries all the fucking time because these niggas are, like, throwing themselves everywhere. So it's just on play style. Sometimes people's play styles can make them more prone to injury and shit like that. It's just what it is. It's not something we wish upon nobody. It's just what happens. That's never taken into account once they're injured, though. They'll praise the game until they're down. Like, that shit needs to be deaded. Like, I don't like that shit. Because it's like, that's just out of their fucking control. It really so, is. So, like, I if... Swear, whatever, like, 
they they judge them like they got the injury on purpose. I know. And like, and here's the thing: there's some of these niggas in the NBA who are like, like you know, they're faking their shit. They're just sore. They're just tired, or they're just being rested, or this or that, yada yada. They don't really. I didn't really see the media really go after them niggas like that for real last year either. But then, like, you know what I mean? So, like, it's just, if you're going to cover shit, cover the, like, just be fair. Like, you know what I mean? Stop whatever your fucking, um, and like, you know, whatever investments or relationships or this or that you have in certain people or players or franchises or this or that. Like, be objective. I watched this whole thing on Woj and Shams and, like, how they got to where they got to and this and that, yada, yada. And it was very telling about how some of the, the media covers things. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's grimy as shit. It's like dirty as shit. And it's not fair because they, they're they writing narratives for players and shit like that that aren't really true. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They do this with they do this with rookies coming into the league. They do this with veterans who have been in the league for a long time. Think about how many players are can still play or are not in the league that we considered stars at one point. There's actually so much. I seen that thread about that the other day. That's what I'm saying. And these niggas can still play. And they can uh-huh. do really good things. They, they can still put up big numbers and whatever on, on certain franchises and shit like that. Even, like, you know, if the, you throw them on a championship franchise, they're going to do the job. But they because of characters that have been built by analysts and reporters and shit like that, some of these niggas can't get a place because that stigma is still there. It's insane. Like, they cost niggas money. Like I just I just don't like that shit. And I you know when you see it the first game of the season and shit like that, sometimes it's like, yo, why is why are you having this opinion right now? And like even if it's like, you know, pure if it's a pure opinion, uh-huh. yada yada, it's still weird, man. It's still strange. Just enjoy the fucking game. It's the, the season just fucking started. How are you this mad already? Just be happy that they're fucking dribbling the ball right now. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm saying, man. I feel like social media ruined a lot of things too. Uh, That's sort of Just have these extra fucking opinions for no reason. And you gotta do this, you gotta do this five days, six days, seven days out of the week sometimes. Like a lot of these guys who work for like ESPN or like, you know, NBA TV, this and that, yada yada. And who just, you know, cover the cover the games and the leagues and the trades and the this and the that's it just needs to be better. It's just because honestly, like I, I was enjoying games until I like saw the media shit. And then it just kind of like taints it a little bit, where it's just like, oh, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> but I used to love watching, like, you know what I mean? Like, NBA on, TNT, NBA on TNT is still one of my favorite things to watch or whatever, because it's just, it's, it's, I don't know. Sometimes it gets a little much when they're criticizing certain players or this or that, yada, yada, <laughs> considering like the era that they played in and this and that. Because the, the, the league has never been this talented. It hasn't definitely. It's never been this talent. Like, it's this like, bro. You could like certain franchises or whatever. Like as many franchises as there were at the time or whatever. There was you had a good six or seven who could not make a fucking roster on each team on any team in this league. Just just purely based on skill set and like like natural like athletic ability. Um, you know what I mean. So like the talent, like it's just it's a different league. It should be covered based on the league that we're playing in now and not the league that used to be. You know what I mean? Because it's like if you're going to keep doing that shit and keep reminiscing, it's going to start getting embarrassing once, like, they start showing, like, you know, highlights to highlights. Whereas mm-hmm. it's, it's not the fucking same. Yeah. 
Like, n- niggas are like, you know, like half of the time these old guys are like bragging about being able to knock niggas out of the fucking air. It's like, you know what I mean? It's just like, yo, yo, when I when we play when we played in the league, like you did this and you did that. It's like, yeah. You know why that shit changed? Because y'all were only playing for like maybe 10 years. That's so true. They y'all couldn't survive. Ten years, eight years, five years. You know what I mean? Very short career. Some niggas played long or whatever if they were stars, but if you weren't, you weren't in the league long because you were getting thrown the fuck around. Yeah, you're lucky if you're five. You're lucky if you're five years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, cool, you can enjoy that. But, like, I, you know, the fact that LeBron can play to 21 seasons, that's because of, the the way the league is now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's rules in place to, like, you know, you're, like, make sure these guys have long careers and shit like that and stuff. You know what I mean? It's just we got to start, like, really covering the game the way it is. And, you know, like, we're going to, like, the Anthony Davises of the world who are injured constantly or whatever, that's just – you can't avoid things like that. Like, Kawhi Leonard deteriorating injury. Like, you can't avoid things like that. But when they're playing yeah. and they're court and they're trying to stay on the court, I'm not saying like yo, like praise these niggas or this or that. Cover them, cover them respectively. Cause you that the niggas have been crying for years about this shit. So now now that they're on the floor, you got extra shit to say. And it's just like, bro, like he hasn't been able to prove anything that anybody's been saying since 2020. Because he hasn't been able to stay on the court long enough to do it. And once, like, you know what I mean, he finally like has a like a streak of health. You still have to get to a point that you were before. So it's not going to be consistent. Yeah, it's not going to be 100, obviously. You know what I mean? But, like, you're going to find your games, and then there's going to be some games where, like, you have to relearn how to get out of those funks, right? And it's just it's going to take a second. So, you know, just give people time. Give people space. Like, you know what I mean? Just, like, you know, it's, I also got to tell myself this was fucking Henderson for my fantasy league and shit like that because it was getting <laughs> It's getting mad frustrated. Mind you, I drafted very nice. I drafted very nice this year, so, you know, I'll be okay. Anything you wanted to cover on, Joe? Um, no, I think it's talked about a decent amount still. Um, um, yeah, no, yeah, I think we talked about a decent amount still. Still very early in the league, so. Still early in the NBA season, so. I'm moving forward. I want to try to catch up to some of these Raptors games. The only thing I've been caught up on is I found out that Gary Trent, Gary Trent Jr. has been on the bench now. He's playing a different role. Yeah, he started last night, but um, because OG's out. But yeah, no, he's um. He said he doesn't mind. I don't either. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, like he, he yeah, it's yeah. a good punch off the bench. So like uh-huh. it's if he can give you like, you know, ten to twenty off the bench or whatever, like I'm not mad at that. Yeah, like our bench isn't too deep right now. Uh or like it hasn't been utilized because like I had like there's been some players who came back from like Otto Porter Jr. came came back healthy, but I haven't mm-hmm. seen him play. So it's like things like that. I just I wanna I don't want to speak on things too soon or whatever because of like some of the things I say. I just don't think it's fair. Like we don't have a like a, it's gonna take like maybe a couple of weeks for me to like look at this thing and be like, all right, like we can do this or that. I I'm I think we can make like top six. Um, it's really up to these players and like you know what they're doing. Like one guy I, I've really been impressed with coming out the gate is Scotty Barnes. Uh, it's what I expected from him last year, but. You know what I mean? Like, I think he needed a year like that where 
he won't have that again. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think you need that type of hit. So, like, yeah, I've been incredibly impressed with him. Dennis Schroeder has been a, re- a really pleasant surprise. And he's been playing also- solid. He's been playing pretty decent. Yeah, no, thousand percent. And Ojiana Nobi's he trying to say, man, like his value is so under, is incredibly underrated. I know a lot of other franchises see it and shit like that too, but I feel like the Raptors don't sometimes. And I feel like this season, prior to the injury, like I know it's only been three games or whatever, but he's 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 been showing the the impact that he has, especially like after the loss last night. Like with him on the floor, I think that could have been a win. Like it, like yeah. You know what I mean? It's just we we were lacking in defense, and that's he's our defensive anchor, to be honest. So, um, yeah, man, like I, I see good things for the Raptors going forward. I wish recovery for OG Ananobi. Um, I think they play again. They play again on Monday. One second, I, I said this. Yesterday. I think I talked about this this morning. Yeah, we're we're seeing the Scoot Henderson and DeAndre Ayton. The Portland Trailblazers in Toronto at 7.30 p.m. Um, on Monday okay. night. And we'll have a morning after for you on Tuesday morning. And unfucked at 11.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Tuesday, <clears throat> Tuesday evening. But uh, if there's anything else you want to say, Joe? Uh, no. no. Yeah. All right. If you want to call us up. Yes, sir. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Jurassic Pod Weekly Wrap-Up. It's your boy, Ja. It's your boy, Evie. Peace. Easy. And chill the fuck out if you're now listening to a report. Jesus Christ, man. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh.